So this is a quick little video or podcast, if you will. Um, my name is Lynn Ferguson. I'm your host today, um, but I'm not really a host. I'm just uh, a ghost. Just giving me a little tip in my life or a tablet or whatever. Um, but there was a racist situation um, that happened at the store um, two days ago. And yeah, it was Saturday. And um, it happened in front of this new coworker. I just wanted to, you know, who's white. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, bring it to the channel today because it just really kills me. Hopefully you guys will get in the comments um, or the, you know, like questions and commentary that I pose after every episode and everything. Um, if you haven't noticed through Spotify, um, and like, let me know what you think. But okay, so let's get into the story. So I'm a jeweler, uh, and I work. Um, with fine jewelry. So I sell items that could be worth uh, anywhere from like a couple bucks or maybe more than a couple, a few bucks, maybe 10 bucks or so, um, up to a piece that could be worth like $20,000. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I sell diamonds um, mostly. Um, I sell um, gold. So I'd say gold, silver, and diamonds. Um, are the, the bulk of the things that I sell. Um, gold chains, diamond rings, um, engagement rings, wedding bands, um, um, tennis bracelets, things like that, you know. Uh, costume jewelry, uh, we sell that as well, but it's not as um, lucrative as to find jewelry, so that's what we focus on. And it's not, it doesn't take as much to secure it. But um, yeah, so. Um, uh, so, so there's this new worker and, uh, she came in, she's part-time and she has kind of rubbed a few people the wrong way. And just before the situation happened between the two of us, um, one of my coworkers who is white as well, <laughs> so these are two white women I'm speaking about at this point, um, but the co-worker who came to me, um, we've, you know, she's not new. We've, well, she's new like me. You know, she's been here for about a month like I have. And I've been here for about a month and a half. She's been here probably two months. And um, she felt slighted by this woman um, and was asking me if, <coughs> excuse me, if um, I'm smoking way too many cigarettes. If I, um, I'm smoking one right now. <laughs> if I am, um, and drinking a Pabst, okay, I'm drinking a Pabst, Blue Ribbon. Um, she came to me and asked me if, she, if I thought, you know, the new girl was being funny. And, you know, um, she had, you know, the new girl had made a comment about her purse, um, and a spot being on her purse and tried to like rub it off. And, you know, after, you know, people were complimenting her purse, then she also, um, um, kind of um, said something else that was like, 
supposed to be funny, I guess, or whatever. So, like, but it was one of those things where it was, like, you know, she could be trying to be some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Trying to throw shade, basically. And the, you know, white girl who's been here uh, for about as long as I have came to me, trying not to use names. And she's like, you know, is is the new girl trying to be funny? And I'm like... (laughs) You know what? I I did catch a few of those things happening and things like that. I was thinking about that. And um, she also brought up how the girl um, also, along with, you know, um, the one who's trained, the woman who's training her, who's this older woman um, who um, is um, white as well. Um, But, you know, the white girl who came to me, who's about as new as I am, she is, um, she has a more... um, um, relatable personality. She's more down to earth. Um, she's more, um, you can tell that she's been raised in a lot of black culture. So she is very relatable, immediately comes off very friendly and, you know, almost like Southern kind of loving, like, you know, the way people are just super nice to you and you feel at home with them immediately. But like, um, and they come to you on your level because it's their level too. But like, um, so you know, she comes to me, she's asking me about this. She's also bringing up how she spoke about this other woman we wake, we work with um, who is um, of a different minority status. And she's not black, but she is, of you know, in a minority. And um, I don't want to get too specific because, you know, these things can whatever. But anyway, um, long story short... Apparently, the woman in the minority who she was talking about, who, you know, the white girl who I have known um, for about, uh, or excuse me, who I've gotten close with or whatever, um, who's about as new as me, um, she was expressing to me how the new girl, the new white woman, um, said something about, um, you know, this other woman in a minority who we work with and um, how she was like basically making her out to be, you know, just talking bad about her, like making her out to be uh, misrepresenting her and making her out to be like a really snarky kind of um, mean person, um, out of control person um, when she was here the other day with her. And, you know, it was just crazy because it was just like, I was there when that was happening and, you know, she and the trainer were both talking about how apparently it was happening to the trainer and apparently she, you know, this other woman who's the minority who's friends with me and this other white girl who came to me, you know, um, um, the other woman in the minority was apparently into a, a verbal confrontation with, um, you know, they were having that, a bad, you know, interaction, she and the woman who was training the new white woman and um apparently the new white woman saw it and was basically describing her as being out of control and um she didn't know what was going on and just painting her out to be almost like a monkey or something like she was so just out of it and it was very obvious what was going on right there and um i just found out that apparently um that girl, the white girl who came to me with this information and feeling some kind of way about all these things that this new white girl was doing, um, I uh, just found out that I have a phone call to look forward to (laughs) later tonight because 
apparently now the woman who's in the minority has just been made aware uh, I'm assuming by that you know girl who came to me um, that you know the new girl is talking about her and I think that that is very just you know I don't think there's anything wrong with that I don't think it's one of those you know like she said she said situations like I think it's just a real plain and simple <clears throat> they are you know acquaintances maybe even friends and we all are acquaintances you know we get get along very well so far um, but we're still relatively new with each other but like you know, there we're all acquaintances, at least the three of us. And the woman has basically talked bad about, you know, um, the two of them and probably me too after um, I uh, was sent home yesterday because I was wearing um, uh, overalls and apparently you can't wear shorts um, to work um, in my capacity or whatever. So, you know, this is the first time I wasn't, uh, or my, my, you know, wardrobe was not acceptable or whatever at work in the almost two months that I've been there. But, you know, um, uh, I ended up having to go home for the day or whatever. But, you know, it's just crazy because it's just like, um, so now... And I, and I think she's also um, going to say something about me because she has an attitude with me because of the situation that I was basically uh, am upset about. So after all of that happened and before, you know, the uh, girl who brought it to me brought it to the other woman who she was talking about, uh, which I just found out about, um, yesterday, um, not yesterday, two days ago, uh, a man walked in and he was um, clearly like either, you know, Middle Eastern, um, but more on the lighter side and the uh, more white looking side, or he was um, Eurasian and or he was Eurasian. And um, so he's clearly, you know, on the whiter side. Um, he came into the store and he came up, he approached me and the newer white girl. And she was standing behind the counter. I was standing outside, uh, right, you know, on the other side of the counter, talking to her across the counter with my keys. And, you know, clearly I was, you know, I'm working there. Anyone would know that. And the man walks up and he looks up at me and looks up at her. And I'm like, you know, I greet him. He says nothing to me. And he just looks at me, you know, like he, he's looking up from looking into his phone so, like, he's not completely, his head isn't, you know, level with mine. And, like, he's not, like, actually, like, you know, whatever. But he's, like, looking up to me. And then he looks over to her. And then I said something else, like, asked him if we could help him, if I could help him with anything. And he looks at me again the same way, then turns around. And at the, 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 the time that he decides to lift his full face up, so he could be face to face with the person he's speaking to is when he's turned his shoulder to me at this point. And he's, his side is facing me. I'm getting a, a profile of him. And he he still has yet to acknowledge me. He's not going to, by the way. <laughs> he looks at the white girl and then he starts to address her. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I walked off. And um, I, I think I said, he wants to talk to you. And I walked off. And... Um, 
you know, I was very, you know, chipper about it, but clearly facetiously chipper, but like not not clearly like obviously like I went out of my way to make it obvious so that um I was rude about it or something, but like not that I really could be rude after what he just did to me, but you know, whatever. People have their 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 biases and their preferences. So as I'm like 20 feet away, then she waves me over and she calls my name because apparently she needs help because he needs links taken out of a watch. And I'm just like, you know, we, we sell watches too. And I'm just like, so, you know, and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, so, oh, now the motherfucker needs my help. But like, you know, oh, he, you know, I'm also thinking to myself, like, you know, he didn't know that this girl was new. He just saw a white face and decided that he was going to ignore me. And it would be funny if I ignored him and gave him the same treatment he gave me and then he wouldn't get his shit done. And so I go over and I, as I'm, as I'm like, you know, being called, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, uh, you, I thought he wanted to talk to you. And I go over and she kind of gives me this look like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it was the weirdest thing. Cause I'm just like, okay, but wait a minute, you're new. I'm new too, but I'm not, I'm not new anymore. You're new. You know what I'm saying? You've been here. This is your third day. Are you seriously, or second day? I don't know what day it was at that point. Are you seriously going to sit here and look at me like I'm crazy because I called out the bullshit for what it is, the fuckery that it is. And so I go over, I help them and, and all this other stuff or whatever. And I'm telling the story later on that day to, you know, um, a coworker who has been there for a few years and she helped train me as well. And she's helping train the new girl. And she's standing in between both of us on the side of the counter where I am, uh, which is on the outside of the counter uh, or the bay where the jewelry is and the register and stuff. And then, you know, the new white girl is standing on the inside of the bay. And I bring up the situation, long story short, she tries to act like it's not, you know, the new girl tries to act like it's not um, what I think it is. Like looking at me like I'm crazy when I say stuff about racism, basically gaslighting me with the things she's saying, combating me, things like that. Oh, basically it's not racism. And how do you think it's racism? And this is the shit that pisses me off. (laughs) And this is why I'm looking forward to having this conversation with our coworker who um, is of a different minority and um, was being talked about by the woman as well. Because this is unacceptable, girl. You you might not have found the right place. You might have thought that because we're in, in Melville at the moment that you could do whatever you wanted to do. It's not going to work that way. That, that you were going to be surrounded by all kinds of people who were going to uphold the status quo of um, racism and um, uh, white fuckery. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. No white fuckery, no white foolery. No tomfoolery. So, you know, it was just ridiculous because it's just like, I, I hate when people try to gaslight you into believing you know into you know try to gaslight you when you are 
you know, clearly making sense of what you're saying. The man did not acknowledge either one of the introductions or the greetings. He clearly turned his back to me or his side to me as he looked at you, still did not acknowledge me and then tried to get help from you and you don't know what to do for this man. You are so new, you wouldn't even know, you didn't even know what to do. You had to call me over. So it's like, you know, people really need to stop being like biased and racist and shit like that because it doesn't get you anywhere. And a lot of the time it will get you somewhere you don't want to be. You know, it reminds me of that situation where um, um, Oprah was at the store and she was denied the handbag because they said she didn't have enough money. Not knowing that she's freaking Oprah. Allegedly not knowing. And it's just crazy because it's just like, you know, I've been in so many situations like that where I have had the ability to buy what this person is looking at me like I'm going to steal you know what I'm saying and for and like you know um not even wanting to buy it not even felt comfortable going through with the transaction because it's like okay why would I want to buy this from you and you just made me feel like this like it's time for me to go and a lot of those people that's what they want because they don't want to see a black person able to afford what they feel like they should be able to afford and not them, not you, you know? But my main point of this story is just like how people continuously try to make it seem as though racism is not a thing and like it doesn't exist or like you have to literally just like say the N word and that you're doing this racist thing for this reason in order for people to really understand it to be racism into paganist racism and it's just it's messed up because it's just like those are racist people who do that so after you know she tried to gaslight me a few times i was like well no no and i i stayed i stood firm on what i said excuse me <laughs> My uh, co-worker who uh, was uh, in between both of us um, said, you know, who was also training her, said, um, um, she said, um, what was it? She said, uh, she told a story about how this other woman who, you know, the uh, woman, the new girl was just talking about, um, who I'm going to be talking with later today you know, later tonight when she gets off about, you know, because she's asking me, was so-and-so saying something about me? Uh, were people talking about me behind my back? But, um, you know, um, the, uh, the, um, uh, you know, uh, she brings up, you know, the woman who you know, is in the minority or whatever, who uh, the new girl was talking about in front of both of us. And she's like talking about a story where someone was outright racist to her and used her demographic and everything or her um, ethnicity or race and everything to discriminate against her and was outright with it. And I was like, see, now that's a situation. <laughs> now that's a situation where even people who will not even acknowledge racism or who will only 
only acknowledge racism when it's completely overt and in your face would even acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's one of those situations. And she immediately, the new girl immediately caught on and she was like, what are you saying that that's me? And I was like, no, of course not. It was ridiculous. And she you could you could just eat her face. Like her facial expression. Like it was ridiculous. You could just eat it up. Like it I know that sounded ridiculous. <laughs> eat her face. But you could just eat up everything about her facial expression at that point because she was so upset. And you could tell she was just so wanna be hurt by me being facetious about you know, the realness of the situation and you not wanting to acknowledge racism unless somebody outright says they're being racist. Or unless it's obvious racism. It can't just be subtle racism. I don't have to put up with subtle racism. That's a way for people to get you to put up with subtle racism so that you can... so that you don't end up saying anything about... um, a lot of the situations within which you're racist you know, or you're met with racism and you know it, it just limits the amount of, of situations you can claim as racist situations it makes it harder for you to prove your case it makes it more so that you just look like a person you know a black person who just you know is complaining about the world and using their race to um you know have to gain garner sympathy So it's just ridiculous. It's epically ridiculous. Like this, this white man pulled up in an Uber that I ordered from work last night or two nights ago. And he was like, he's just an asshole. He pulls up um, from the totally opposite direction um, that he needed to be uh, uh, to be on the side of the street where I was. So he ends up turning onto the, sh- the cross street. And he honks his horn, rolls down his window and yells to me, hey, hey. And it's just like, okay. So he he honks his horn. He rolls down his window and yells A to me several times. And, you know, I get up, I start to walk to his car. My, I, I closed my phone screen or locked it. So I had to unlock my phone screen to check his license plate. And because I'm apparently taking too long to check his license plate, he um, is like saying my name very, um, very snarkishly, like and, dra- and, and drawn out, like Lynn, Lynn, very authoritatively, you know? and snarkily and I'm just like um and I immediately you know tried to deflect it with positivity and was like you know hey uh I'm sorry I am just checking the license plate sorry about that and I immediately tried to you know um you know, kill him with kindness and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just checking your license plate. Sorry about this. One second. 
And it took like two more seconds. And he was like, I mean, why would I be here? And I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Okay, you have a good one. And I closed the door and I was like, if you have an attitude like that and that's how it's gonna start before I even get in the car, I'll call another Uber. He's like, no, wait, wait. I'm like, no. And I walked off, cursing, because I'm just like, this is the same thing that you would have, you when you pulled out that Krispy Kreme and you came over here to mind you the same bus stop where I literally just said before you pulled up, you know, I recalled being at that at that bus stop when I was 15 and being called a, a, a nigger for the first time in my life. You know what I'm saying? I go to the bus stop and I'm like just thinking about that. And then boom, this dude pulls up on some bullshit. And then I thought to myself, this is the same type of shit that he would use. Or even if I did get in the car and do the ride, despite this bullshit he just brought to me. Me not tipping him, rightfully so, would have been the same type of shit he used, he'd use to perpetuate the same racism that led him to treat me this way in the first place. If I was a a, a 20-something-year-old white girl, he would not have talked to me like that. And if he would, then he's just an asshole. But when I saw stuff on his profile, like, you know, making extra money for his Uber profile, you know, making extra money for gaming and trapping and, and other shit like that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I already had a feeling he might be racist, you know, or running those circles. So it's just ridiculous. And it's just like, I'm just sick of people being so caught up in acting like racism or racist is like the N-word for white people. It's not the N-word for white people. If you're racist, you're racist. If someone says you're racist, it's their opinion. It may be a fact, but it just coming out of their mouth with no proof. We're not a, a, a court, a jury, a judge, we can't sit here and just what we say goes and the whole world knows you as a racist. People have the right the right and the ability to discern for themselves and to figure out if you're racist. So even if someone puts down that you're racist and puts up a video of you doing something that you actually did, as long as you didn't do some racist shit, then you're cool. The world's not gonna see you as racist. It's like people can't just make you into something you're not. You know? It's just crazy. So it's just like, you know, but these are the same people who run around, think that black don't know what's wrong with blackface. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you all are so stuck in actually thinking that you are someone you're not because you said you were and because you put on a little makeup and a costume. You know what I'm saying? That you actually do believe that if, if we say you're racist, then it's just so. And it's only because nine times out of 10, when a black person says that you're racist, you are racist. And that's why they get so upset about it. And that's why they're trying to take your power from you because it's not just about, oh, you know, you are saying that I'm racist when I'm really not. It's about you are saying that I'm racist and I actually am racist and I don't want people to know that. So I have to make people believe that you are wrong and that you are just a liar. 
an over-exaggerator, a drama queen. So I just wanted to bring that story to you guys and be like, you know, what do you think? You know, like I said, there's commentary on spot through Spotify uh, with the video um, questions and places where you can like, you know, give like really, instead of just multiple choice, you can actually give like, you know, really insightful answers and stuff or answers with depth. So again, I'm your host, but really ghost for right now, <laughs> Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson. This is Lynn Spence. Thank you.